This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Three quarters in the books, and contrary to Tom Petty, it is a beautiful night here in Brumall. Twelve minutes to go. Eight-point deficit for Marble Newtown. Back to punt for Springfield, Cameron Durham. Mario Diaguardi and Ryan White back deep. Durham gets the punt away. It's a high spiral. It is going to bounce at the 35. A beneficial bounce for Springfield. Inside the 25, bouncing across the 20, and finally laid to rest at the 18-yard line. So the Tigers have a little bit of work to do. 82 yards to go in order to try and get within striking distance. They can do it. Touchdown and two-point conversion at this point. 14 well, the, seconds into the fourth quarter. Well, to see what jo- Coach Ray Johnson wants to do once he gets down to the field. First, they got to score. And then the, it's going to be judgment day. See if he wants to go for two or kick the extra point and then try to drive downfield for the field goal. And before then, you really need to look at, at the last batch of drive from Upper Newtown as just precursors to the end. They know what to do with the ball at this point, even with a deficit. They can afford to waste time off the clock running their plays as long as they can get those three, four yards at a time. So 82 yards is not exactly a daunting task at this point. Right hand, you're under center. It's a fake handoff up the middle to Diaguardi. He tries to get to the outside off tackle to the far sideline and can't do it. It would be generously no gain. And Mario just wasn't able to get past the line of scrimmage there, but at least he didn't lose any yards. It's one of those things where you're kind of walled off from the start. You've got to give a little bit of credit to Springfield's defense there. They've matched wits throughout this contest with Marple Newtown's offensive line with the exception of a few key plays. No gain. Second down and 10 from the 18. Ball spotted near the middle of the field. Duffy and White in the backfield. Diaguardi in motion. To hand off the du- to Ryan White. Tries to feel his way up. Field. Gets across the 20, but no more. So looks like Dave is going to be a, another big third down play for the offense. Well, it was a nice job by Ryan White getting it to a third and short situation instead of having to maybe throw on the next pay, on the next play. Let's we'll see what Ray Johnson wants to do here. The Tigers need to get to the 28-yard line. Billy, Weaver, Billy Weaverling has just re-entered the game. He's in the Marple Newtown huddle. And also Matt Gregory, so it's an interesting set here. No wide receivers again. Diaguardi and Duffy in the backfield. Reininger under center. He's trying to roll out. He's going to keep it. He gets away from the man to Duffy. He leaps in the air at the near the 30-yard line. Can't come down with it. Interesting play there. It was very Favre-esque. Well, it was good wits by Jamie Reininger. Exactly. Trying, he was trying to get out of the pocket, and he was trying to create a nice passing lane. And he, knew Almost. He, he knew you know, he had about a second left to throw, and he just kind of shuffled it out there. Ryan Duffy was open, but I guess he wasn't expecting it. Yeah, almost got it to Ryan Duffy, but it went right through his hands. We've an injured player down on the field now for Springfield. Yeah, couldn't, can't exactly see where he was hurt, but the, down at the 25-yard line of the near sideline suggests that he was in pursuit of Jamie Rodinger and, and fell behind the play. So with the injury timeout, we're going to take a quick break and be right back. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. 
There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. The Winter Circle Sports Grill in Edgemont is for real sports fans only. With over 30 brand new wall-to-wall large-screen plasma high-def TVs, if the game you absolutely got to see is available, we'll have it. Every NFL game, every college football game, every Major League Baseball game, every hockey game, every game, live in high def. The Winter Circle Sports Grill is just around the corner in Edgemont, right in front of the Regal Cinemas on Westchester Pike. If we don't have your game live, no one does. The Winter Circle Sports Grill, for real sports fans only. Visit us online at wintercirclesportsgrill.com. Back to Harry Harvey Stadium, 10-09 remaining in this fourth quarter. Marple Newtown facing an eight-point deficit, 21-13. I mean, the injured player was number 45 for Springfield. Dave, unfortunately, we don't have his uh, this young man's name in the log. But he got up, and he is okay. Off the field under his own power. So fourth down from Marple Newtown. Billy Weaverling on the punt. It's a high shot once again off the side of his foot. It's spiraling, beneficially bounces on Marble Newtown's side of the, of the field, across the 50, but no further than the 48-yard line. So that's tough after Weaverling had some had two initial great punts. The last two have uh, leave room for improvement. Well, you could say it looked like he was trying to get to the sideline on both of them, and he just winged it a little too far to the right. Yeah, it's just a, it's a matter of touch, you know. Once you get back into the, into the thick of knowing where the uh, how much you need to really put the leg and the side of the foot you need to put into that, He'll get there because he has been one of the better coffin corner punters yeah, a little in the Central League. His early season struggles will probably get past it as the season goes on. Here we have the Toxic Twins, Dante Allen and Matt Craig back on the field for Springfield. Shotgun formation once again, three wide receiver sets a hand off to Craig. He gets across midfield and maybe two more yards. Brian Kelly on that stop. Nice tackle by Brian. It is a gain of four to the other 48-yard line just on the opposite side of midfield into the Tigers' territory. And basically, decoy three wide receiver set. Shotgun once again. Craig this time off tackle. He gets across the 45 to the 40. He's in the middle of the field at the 30. Spins away from a man at the 25 to the 20. Still on his feet. Still rolling inside the 10. He gets to the five. We said Matt it, Craig putting on a clinic. And we said it before. Matt Craig just refuses to go down. He broke about four tackles there. We thought he was going to be stopped back up at the 30-yard line. He probably could have been stopped back at the 40. And then at the 20. But he just kept on rolling. And it is now first and goal for the Cougars. At the seven-yard line. Allen and Craig once again. In the backfield. It's a bad snap on the turf. The play is whistled dead from the Marple Newtown side of the field. So we await the call once again. Interesting call, false start, Dave. Since the penalty flags came from Marple Newtowns in the end zone instead of from uh, behind Springfield. Well, you saw the bad snap there, so we were wondering if 
might have been the center or someone else that had a bad communication on that play. So first and goal from the 12 now. 9-5 left in this contest. Allen has it, hands it off to Craig. He tries to feel his way across the 10 and gets no further. Christian Whiteside once again was in on that tackle. Here's name a lot tonight. You have to imagine at this point, Craig is well over 100 yards. He had 98 at the halftime, so obviously, yes, he is. He may be up in the 150 mark at this point. We'll try to get you accurate stats right now as we have it. A gain of one. Second and nine. Allen gets the ball. He's pursued from behind. Mario Diaguardi grabs him from behind and wrenches him down. I don't think Allen had any idea that anybody was coming from behind. Didn't feel the heat. I don't think so, Bob, but Mario Diaguardi, he's not having the best offensive day, but he's making his presence known on defense. He just draped him, draped himself all over Allen like Superman's cape and brought him down after a generously maybe a half a yard. I'll say no gain there. The ball is now spotted to the far side of the field, and they have a Marple Newtown player down as well being tended to. I can't see who that is because he's inside a protective cocoon of the training staff. So with that, we're going to take another quick break and be right back. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack. And you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Media, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Back to Harvey Stadium, 8-19 remaining in this fourth quarter. Springfield holding precariously to a 21-13 lead. The injured player for the break was number 54, Pete Finnegan. So it's a keeper for Allen once again. Spins it away at the five-yard line. But he can't escape this time. Well, Marple Newtown doing a great job. Joe Vexo. Joe Vexo on that. Yeah. <laughs> Marple Newtown's trying, did a great job in this goal line set, trying to, yeah, to hold the Springfield to at least a field goal. We've got a fourth and three coming up. Fourth and three. Brad Lord on for the kick. 20 yarder. The ball is spotted. The kick is away, and it is. Just barely good. And the thing is, Dave, from our vantage point here, a kick on the far hash marks. It looks like it can skitter wide to the right, but that apparently was through somehow. Yeah, it was a nice job by their kicker. I believe that is Brad Lord. That is correct. So with 7.25 remaining in this fourth quarter, Springfield now leads 24-13 with the change of possession. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by Allstate. Are you in good hands? Call Allstate agent David Monroe today at 610-359-1244. 
the Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. For more information about the Alumni Association, email them at mnfootballalumni at comcast.net or visit their link on our website at www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Philly Pretzel Factory. Remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. The United States Marine Corps. The few, the proud, the Marines. The Winter Circle Sports Grill for real sports fans only. The Winter Circle Sports Grill is just around the corner in Edgemont, right in front of the Regal Cinemas on Westchester Pike. If they don't have your game live, no one does. The Winter Circle Sports Grill for real sports fans only. Back to Harvey Stadium, Springfield has the kickoff. It is a spiraling kick line drive coming down to Ryan White at the 25, 30, 35, 40. Almost broke free around the 45-yard line, but dragged down. You can see he was just getting his legs and his arms ready to churn, but right at the last second, Springfield comes in and squashes it. Yeah, Ryan, he only had one man to beat, and he was able to stop with a nice open field tackle there. The problem was, unfortunately, like unlike his electrifying run, he was in the middle of the field, and it was really no, no lane to exploit. Nonetheless, the Tigers... Now facing an 11-point deficit with 7-17 remaining in the contest. Have the ball at their own 44-yard line. Reininger under center. Two-man backfield. Duffy. White in motion. Reininger goes to pass. Tipped. Incomplete. Don't know whether they're trying for Guardi or Joey Pham. About five yards in between both players at the 50-yard line here in the near sideline. Well, they're getting some good reads on these. The pass attempts, I mean, they can just get a little, like, just a just a little, a little bit more precision. Exactly, I think is what you're searching for. They have the execution; they're open. The receivers are open. They just need to get it a half a second quicker. Second and ten. Ryanager hands it off this time to Ryan White. He's up across the fifty and splays himself out full force for the extra yard or two. Third down and short for the Tigers. Looks like it will be third down and about two and a half there. Ball is spotted in between the 48 and 49 yard lines of the Cougars. Well, Ryan White's playing like a man on a mission. Couple great kickoff returns, nice runs. He almost broke one there. That's it, he's playing like a man who all he has to do on a reflex is make sure he has that ball tucked in. And he's already looking 10, 15 yards down the field to see where he can go. As long as you have the offensive line opening those holes, the rest is easy. And it's just speed against speed. Throw it along two for the Tigers. 6.46 to go, fourth quarter. Reininger under center. It's a delayed handoff to the outside. White, he tries to get outside, but he can't. Matt Craig with another shoestring tackle. But we'll see. It may have been enough. It might not. Depends on where you see that knee go down. And they're calling for a measurement, so let's hope we can keep the good karma going. The last measurement from Marple Newtown was beneficial. And this one, of course, you have to come all the way across from the far side to the near side. The ball appears to be spotted in between the 47 and 46-yard line of Springfield. It's only going to be a matter of inches. 
And I wish we had a couple more inches to see where exactly the ball is over the tall trees of the Marlboro Newtown players on the sideline. And we have a Tigers first down. So a fresh set of four to exploit for the Tigers here. 6.23 remaining fourth quarter. Trailing 24-13 but driving. Joey Fan once again, the lone wide receiver split to the near side. Tia Guardi and Duffy in the backfield. Duffy in motion as a straight hand up the middle of Duffy. He's got the 45, the 40, 35, 30. Cuts back in the center of the field to the 25. Our boy Denzel, another potential point-saving touchdown tackle there. He's had a few of them tonight. Denzel Thompson on the tackle there. And, uh, Ryan Duffy with a really nice run downfield, and it gives Marple a little bit of hope coming down to the final minutes of the fourth quarter. Inside of six minutes to play here in the fourth. Ball spotted at the 29-yard line this time. Interesting set. Ryan White in the wide receiver slot to the far side. Diaguardi in motion. And off to Duffy, trying to feel his way up the middle again. He gets across the 20. So the Tigers in the red zone, knocking on the door. Well, they're just pounding the middle part of the line of scrimmage here, trying to get as many yards as they can quickly. And this is exactly what we'd hoped for, is that Springfield's going to be dead on their feet. It's better it starts, it better it happens now than in the first quarter. Roninger takes it himself. Had a lane to the outside here in the near sideline, but finally brought down before he hits the 15. He was taken down there by number eight, Dan Van Tenhausen. We saw him a couple times earlier. Van Tenhausen, the hammer. He eats lightning bolts for breakfast. Third down and three. Ball at the 22-yard line. They need to get to the 19, the Tigers do. Ryan White this time, the wide receiver, to the far side. Rodinger is going to fake it. He tries to get it up the middle to... Is that C. Moat this time, Dave? Or is that Diagordi? Looked like Moat. Nice early boost out of the line, out of the line of scrimmage there. Wasn't able to get much on it. And my apologies, it was five yards off there. It was inside the 20. Ball was spotted at the 17. A gain of a half a yard there. Fourth down and a little less than three. Rodinger has it. He has a man downfield. Uh. Trying for Diaguardi in, complete near the back of the end zone. Diagordi never really could get separation from the defender. Just not, and was just about another fingertip away from having it on his fingertips. Yeah, it's a shame because Mario made a great attempt for that ball. He dove for it. And he knew that was a really big play in this game. And just couldn't make the catch. A little overthrown. So with that, Springfield will take over. And it's own 17, 3.48 to go now. And you can see the window of opportunity for the Tigers' comeback is swiftly closing. Not to say that it isn't there because Springfield 
can strike at a minute's notice, and literally with a minute, they can go 83 yards, which benefits Marple Newtown, but what will benefit the Tigers even more is the defensive stop. So here we go, shotgun formation. Allen takes it up the middle of the Craig. He tries to go to off tackle. He's sealed off. He does get across the 20, but no further. Well, Springfield's going to try to eat up as much time as they can here with these runs. It's been their bread and butter all night. Well, somehow at the end of that pile, he crawled forward for five yards, so second down and five. From the 23. Once again, the three wide receivers set, which are basically decoys. It's a handoff once again to Craig. He doesn't get to the outside, brought down by four Marple Newtown tackles. Time ticks away inside of three minutes to go here at Harvey Stadium. Springfield 24, Marple Newtown 13. The officials appeared poised to say something there for a half a second. It looks like the conference is trying to see where they can get that spot of the ball. This play here is, it looks like it's going to be the game. Third, short. Marvel needs a stop. Bad. 2.55 to play. You can see with there's only one time for probably one full possession for Marple Newtown. That's assuming they don't get backed up inside their own 30. And anything further back than that, then they really have to open things up. Play underway. Allen's going to take it this time. He has the first down. He's across the 30. So Springfield once again. Adding the first nail. Billy Weaverling and Brian Kelly both on that tackle. It's good. Quick, but not quick enough. For the Tigers' comeback, Oaks. Gain of six. Springfield now with the ball on its own 32-yard line. Status quo with Allen in the shotgun formation. And off this time, the Derek Boone. And Boone goes for minimal gains. I don't even think, Dave, he got to the 35. Well, they're not really looking for big gains right now. All they're trying to do is run the clock down and hold on to that football. So with that quick timeout, 2.15 remaining in the fourth quarter. Marple Newtown trailing by 11. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. You wouldn't want your favorite team to play only one side of the ball. So when it comes to insurance, why settle for someone that can handle only your auto policy? Bring your home and auto insurance to Allstate now and you can save big on both. You deserve someone that can tackle more. That's Allstate's stand. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. Back to Harvey Stadium. Crunch time here. 2.15 remaining. The Tigers in their first home contest of 2010 facing down 
the specter of an 11 point deficit they do not have the ball Springfield does trying to waste away what remains of the clock second down and seven it's a fumble ball is on the turf Allen has it they're fighting for it as Diaguardi and Weaverling right there ball hawking it but they were just a fraction of a second too late timeout Marple they're second and well, these are times where you pray for uh, something out of the ordinary to happen. Miracle at the Meadowlands. Miracle, <laughs> miracle at the Harvey Lands. <laughs> it doesn't matter, but you know, you can't afford, when you're up 11, to have mistakes like this. That was a bad snap, one of the worst snaps that Springfield has had on any play thus far. And luckily it didn't bounce away from Allen, otherwise there would have been trouble, especially if it bounced to the right. Actually, Allen's left our right as Springfield is going from right to left in the fourth quarter because Weaverling and Diaguardi, with a matter of another inches, the ball bounces towards them. The Tigers would have been in prime scoring position. As it is, Springfield now third down and more than ten. Ball back at the 29. They need to get to the 42, so that will call it 13 yards. Allen and Craig once again in the backfield. Three wide receivers set. Allen, high snap again. Tries to take it. Tries to cut to the inside, but slips and falls just out, just past the 30. So let's let's hope that this uh, Springfield punter has a shank in his foot. Not that the Tigers wouldn't have great field position anyway, as we have Ryan White is back at his own 45. But every little bit's going to help. And if you can get across midfield to start, that is the first step. Marple Newtown still has one timeout remaining, choosing not to use it here. And Springfield's going to try to eat up as much of the clock as they can in the final seconds of the game here. 90 timeout. seconds. Springfield. Well, what happens here, Dave, with 1.26 remaining in the contest and an 11-point deficit? I mean, you can't necessarily, and I'm using air quotes for everybody at home, air it out because that's just not in the playbook. But what you can do is the same thing they did on the passing plays, which is 10 yards down the field and hope for the uh, the all-important yaks. Well, anything can happen here in the final seconds, like you said earlier. It's a high school football game, and anything can happen. People will make mistakes. I mean, we've had, we've had uh, 2008, the final broadcast of 08, an unexpected blocked extra point, which effectively sealed the 500 season for the Tigers, which is something they really hadn't done all season. All of a sudden, boom, there it is, a punctuation in the season. You have Ryan White with his long, unexpected, and morale-boosting punt return for a touchdown in this game already. So Springfield better have a, a mental edge here. Because they, more so, I think, than Marple Newtown, they Springfield cannot afford to have a mental lapse. Well, we've seen what happened with Marple with the missed up opportunities today, a couple fumbles. Springfield cannot let that happen at this point. Fourth and 11 for the Cougars. Cameron Durham back to punt. Diaguardi and White back deep. The punt is away, oh. barely away. It is a spiral coming down at the... 38-yard line, skittering across the 35, across the 30. Finally coming to rest on the near sideline between the 29 and 30-yard lines. So there's naked simplicity in this, Dave. One minute, 15 seconds to go. 71 yards for a touchdown. 
Well, you have to go to your big playmakers. Not really passing the ball too well today, but Ryan White has been the guy so far tonight. Diagardi, he's also a playmaker, but he hasn't really made his presence known today. And Ryan Duffy, not really going to use him here because he's more of a short yardage kind of guy trying to fight for the extra yard. So but then again, Duffy, you can use him if there's a draw play out there. He can be used because he's off 5, 10 yards before anybody realizes he's the one with the ball. And then it's a weapon in the arsenal that he uh, was taught last season, and he used it so far a couple of plays in this game. So right into under center, two-man backfield. Joey Pham split wide. It's a draw up the middle. To Duffy. He gets across the 35. Second down and a long five for the Tigers. Clock under a minute. Right into back to pass. Over uh, the near sideline. Joey Pham had a beat on it, but Dante Allen had a beat on Pham. And Allen made his move first. Incomplete pass, but it stops the clock with 54.8 seconds to go. Ball still at Marble Newtown territory at the 36. And the fans here are all looking for a flag for pass interference, but that was a great hit by the defender there because he waited until the ball touched the hands of Pham and was able to cause the incompletion. Third and four, gut check time for the Tigers. Pham once again the lone wide out. Right into runner center. He's back. He's going to be hit, and he fumbles the football. But a fumble out of bounds. It looks like his arm is going forward on that play, so they might call it an incomplete pass. He's very lucky. Very lucky because it's clear that Rodinger did not feel any heat coming from behind. Well, his teammates should let him know somebody's coming as well. He was just blindsided by the defender on that play. Fourth down for the Tigers. We can't afford to give up possession now. Fourth and four from the 36, 49.3 to go. Joey Fandalone wide out once more. Diaguardi in motion, right into your back. He's under pressure, he's hit. Over the middle and is intercepted. Intercepted by Dan Von Tannhausen. In Springfield territory, brings it across midfield and takes a knee. With 42.4 seconds, the Cougars are just going to be in victory formation right now. Unfortunate end there. Well, Vontenhausen's been making his presence known all night on defense and finally seals the deal with a big interception. Uh, Reidinger was under a lot of pressure there by the defensive line. Got it off as best as he could, but nobody around. So with the Marple Newtown side eerily quiet and the Springfield side sprung to life as Craig is exhorting his home fans to whoop it up. Allen takes a knee. Burn out the remaining time on the clock here. Have one more play left. In this contest, a heartbreaker for the Marple Newtown Tigers. Well, there were a couple points in this game where he thought Marple Newtown might pull it out. A lot of big runs by Ryan White, but unable to come through at the end. Allen will take a knee with 20 seconds left. And it's all over, but the clock going to 0-0-0 now. And a very hard-fought game with plenty of twists and turns. Some great plays, some not-so-great plays. Some emotional spikes and, and lows for both sides. 
a well-contested game that eventually ends with the Springfield Cougars taking a 24-13 victory over the Marble Newtown Tigers. Springfield, 1-1. One one. Marple Newtown, 1-1. One one. But more importantly, Marple Newtown gets a loss in the column in the Central League. So we're going to be right back here with the wrap-up from Harry Harvey Stadium. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. The Winter Circle Sports Grill in Edgemont is for real sports fans only. With over 30 brand new wall-to-wall large-screen plasma high-def TVs, if the game you absolutely got to see is available, we'll have it. Every NFL game, every college football game, every Major League Baseball game, every hockey game, every game, live in high-def. The Winter Circle Sports Grill is just around the corner in Edgemont, right in front of the Regal Cinemas on Westchester Pike. If we don't have your game live, no one does. The Winter Circle Sports Grill, for real sports fans only. Visit us online at wintercirclesportsgrill.com. Back at Harry Harvey Stadium, the first football Friday on the campus of Marple Newtown High School. A 26-0 season-opening victory at Sun Valley. Dave, tempered somewhat by a 24-13 loss here as Marple Newtown suffers its first loss of the season and goes to 1-1. The story tonight beyond the scoreboard. One Matt Craig, number 28 for Springfield, ran roughshod over the Marple Newtown defense, but that's not to Marple Newtown's detriment. Craig just had it coming from the first snap of the contest. Well, the thing with Matt Craig was his unbelievable confidence throughout the entire game. Once he started getting these little carries and going on five, ten yards here, seven yards there, he started just running up the gut of Marple Newtown en route to three touchdowns. Three touchdowns again in Springfield. Rebounds very well from a 7-6 to six loss last week to Interboro. And on the Marble Newtown side of the football, as you see, in the last three seasons, overall, Marble Newtown, slow starters. But they get everything right as the season goes on, and that's what makes the Central League such an interesting place to play. Marple Newtown is a team that everybody discounts early in the season, and even with this 2009 playoff, spot and playoff berth in their pockets, you know, I can see how some of the greater lights in this league may say, you know, they can't keep it up. Tonight, you really can't tell because it's just the first home game. There's a lot of things to iron out, a lot of things that were good, especially at times the slashing running of C-Moat, Ryan Duffy, Ryan White had an electrifying, I'm going to call it at least a 90-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Jamie Ridinger who looked spotty at times, but also showed confidence and discipline in his own ability to call his own number and take it to the house, which he did in the third quarter on a one-yard touchdown run. Well, you see a lot of things promising on the offensive side of the ball because Mario Diaguardi and Simo both had great games last week. This week, the story was Jamie Reininger on the ground and then Ryan White with a couple good carries and then big kickoff returns. So, like a, a bad loss, but... You see a lot of good things going forward next week. Yeah, number 50, Brian Kelly. Number 77, Christian Whiteside. And Mario Diaguardi defensively as well. Three of the good things on defense that we expect to just learn and grow as the season goes on. Mario had you know, some pretty good tackles, pretty good open field tackles. Again, Some of them were game changers. They gave momentum back to Marple Newtown. 
weren't able to capitalize on offense, however. And Diaguardi had a, par a partial sack back there in the third quarter in a key defensive series. But once again, you win some, you lose some. And as long as there's lessons to be learned and lessons to be applied, of course, things are going to work out for the best, and we hope that will be the tenor of the season for the 2010 Marple Newtown Football Tigers. So that's it. Once again, the final score from Harry Harvey Stadium, the home opener in week number two. Springfield Cougars 24, Marple Newtown Tigers 13. We will see you next week, six days from now, when the Tigers take on the mighty Pencrest at 7 p.m. You can read more about this game and get coverage of the entire 2010 season provided by Josh Kippel on eyeofthetigersblog.com. So for engineer and producer Josh Kippel, statistician Sam Snyderman, executive producer Jim Alsman, head football coach Ray Gianta, assistant principal and athletic director and all-around good luck charm Dennis Reardon, this is Bob Herpin. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. We'll see you next week. The Tigers Radio Network thanks you for listening to this presentation of Marple Newtown Football on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Our next broadcast from Harry Harvey Stadium will be presented on Thursday, September 16th, when the Marple Newtown Tigers play host to the Lions of Pencrest High School. Kickoff is set for 7 p.m. Coverage of that game will be provided by Josh Kippel, Dave Feldman, and Bob Herpin of the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Until then, for Bob Herpin, Dave Feldman, Josh Kippel, and Greg Pecco, I'm Jim Alsman, wishing you a good night from Harry Harvey Stadium. And go Tigers! <laughs>